uh, my people is as catastrophic as it was under the domination of the Taliban, especially for the women. Uh, while there are many media hypes in the West about improving women conditions, uh, but the women of Afghanistan in many provinces even do not have human life. Rapes, domestic violences, acid attacks, killing of women, burning their schools, pies and the girls' schools, and many, many other uh, violence increasing rapidly, even historically. Maybe you hear the story of Bibi Aisha in Time magazine that her uh, cruel husband cut the, her nose and um, ears, um, uh, but uh, um, the headline of the Time magazine says, what happens to the woman if we leave Afghanistan? But on behalf of my people, I'm telling you that uh, what will happen to the woman of my country. It was better if they wrote what's happening to the woman of my country while we are in Afghanistan. These are few pictures uh, of the catastrophic situation of the woman. You can see, uh, can I have you, thank you. You can see this uh, uh, four-year-old baby that she brutally has been raped by the warriors, local warriors. Uh, her name is Aisha, and also this is the, another uh, victim, girls that uh, 12 years old, uh, she brutally has been raped by these powerful warlords. But um, uh, I wanted to tell you from this opportunity that this is not only military war in Afghanistan, war of propaganda as well. Even they misuse from the miseries of the women of my country. Never US government, NATO, they bring those women that they use cluster bomb, white phosphorus, that they, um, the same here, you can see this woman, this young girl, uh, they use white phosphorus there. Uh, they never bring them for treatment in the Western countries because they are wrongdoing, their warmonger policy, their war crimes get exposed. Uh, and also, um, uh, same like Taliban time, their jungle condition. You can see this picture that uh, uh, a woman uh, executed in Ghazni province uh, in public. Uh, they beat it by lashes, then shoot on her head. Same like Taliban time, whether to bring them to the even this uh, fundamentalist symbolic code. Um, many people ask me uh, how we can support people of Afghanistan. My message is this, my answer, first war will never help Afghan women. Secondly, if they give us opportunity, um, I'm sure progressive Afghan men will help us stand in solidarity with us. If they let us a little bit, Britain peace. If as long as these warlords will be in power, there is no hope to can positive changes in the life of the men and women of my country. And during these nine years of occupation, tens of thousands of innocent civilians has been killed. Most of them are innocent women, men, and children. Uh, even they are bombing the occupation forces, bombing our wedding parties, but they did in Nangarhar, in Nuristan. And, uh, but unfortunately, when Obama took office, uh, his first news for my people was more conflict, more war. Because he surged more troops in Afghanistan, the outcome was, uh, which the outcome is still massacres, tragedies, and many other problems quite similar like the wrong policy of Bush administration. Unfortunately, during these two years, Obama proved himself uh, just a warmonger. Um, and uh, the civilian death toll 24% increase when you compare with the Bush administration. In my own province in Faro, last year they did bombing, 150 civilians has been killed in one day. 
even these occupation forces used white phosphorus. Uh, it seems that a shedding blood uh, of countless innocent civilians uh, was not enough in Iraq and Afghanistan that now Obama's administration started this brutal war in Libya as well under the umbrella of UN. And uh, I hope that justice loving great these loving people of the US around the world, they should raise their voice more strongly against this strong policy. While Obama's administration raised hue and cry against uh, Qazafi's regime and his crimes in the meantime, unfortunately supporting the much more dirty Qazafi's regime in Afghanistan, in Iraq, in Israel, in Saudi Arabia, in Pakistan, in many other countries. The document released by WikiLeaks exposed what uh, we have been saying about war in Afghanistan, exposed the treachery um, policy of the U.S. government, and, uh, and maybe you heard also that uh, some of these documents uh, reflect in media. But unfortunately, uh, when they kill the innocent civilians, they shamelessly through mainstream media, uh, they decrease the number of civilian deaths and call them insurgents, terrorists. Uh, well, now they negotiating now with Taliban as well. These terrorists, Gulbuddin Hakmat, you are this fascist man. That's why for my people, Obama is just a second Bush, even dangerous Bush. The puppet regime of Hamid Kaza is full of these warlords, lords, and criminals. And as I said earlier, even indirectly, they supported Taliban. One member of the parliament in the previous parliament was a Talib, a cruel commander of Taliban, his name Mullah Abdul Salam Rafiki. Even uh, during the Taliban domination, he raped three Chinese but with mask of democracy in power, in many other examples. Maybe you heard about Mullah Rahmatullah Hashimi, a spokesperson of Taliban when they destroyed our Buddha's statue. He defended, but now <coughs> he's enjoying in the Yale University, one of the best universities of the US. And Afghanistan is ranked 181st out of 182 countries in the Human Development Index. According to the Mines Minister, Afghanistan is sitting on around 3 trillion of mineral deposits, but because it's the second most corrupt country in the world, the income of these mines would fill the pockets of the government officials, warlords, and also their foreign masters. Do not benefit Afghan people. In these nine years, they have changed my country into the center of the drug in the world. Maybe you'll hear the report that this report, 93% of opium produced from Afghanistan. Since 2001, 4,400% opium increased. Even New York Times gave report, brother of Hamid Karzai is a famous drug trafficker and also in the payroll of CIA. My people call him a small bush in Kandahar province. US and NATO, they try to fool Afghan people, not only Afghan people, their own people too by saying that we are leaving Afghanistan in, in the middle of 2011, which is a big lie. From another hand, <coughs> Kaiser's puppet regime is talking about permanent military bases in Afghanistan. We know very well that, that they will not leave our ground soon. They are there because of their own interest, because our country is in the heart of the Asia, because of geopolitical location of Afghanistan, they occupied my country. When they, are, they will, have, will have powerful their military bases, 
very easily can control other Asian powers, Russia, China, Iran, etc., then they will have easily access to the gas and oil of the Central Asian republics. In the meantime, billions of dollars they are receiving through dirty business of opium. And these are at least few reasons that briefly I told you that they are here. That's why I keep situation of my country lawless, unsafe, especially condition of the woman, to as much as will be terrible, then they have good excuse for you, justice-loving people around the world, to stay longer, as I said, for their own interest. And no one can believe that a superpower with massive military machine is really unable to defeat Taliban, these bunch of terrorists, killers, who created by U.S. government, I mean CIA, ISI, financial support of Saudi Arabia, their domination has been destroyed in the stove. This is the big power and these warmongers playing the game of Tom and Jerry with these terrorists. As I told you that they don't want to lose them, through them, they occupied my country, and unfortunately, they continue to hear brutal war. I think justice-loving people around the board agree with my people that democracy never can by military invasion, by bombing innocent civilians, by white phosphorus and cluster bomb, by support of these misogynist terrorist warlords in Taliban, who are sworn enemies of these values. Right now, there is two kinds of resistance going on in my country. One is the reactionary resistance of the Taliban, that always mainstream media, which is a mouthpiece of these warmongers, wrong politicians who are in power, they always try to make something out of nothing, a mountain out of molehead. But there is another kind of resistance as well, which is hope. The resistance of ordinary Afghan people, resistance of the student of the university, resistance of the woman of my country. These most of non-educated women of Afghanistan, they come on the streets with banners U.S. out of Afghanistan now. Because the Stenius is enough to know better about the wrong policy of U.S. and NATO, about their dishonesty. And now, for a thousand times, they prove for my people, again, their treachery policy that now they invite Taliban, these towers, these dinosaurs, also to join this mafia corrupt puppet regime of Hamid Karzai. That's why we fed up from this occupation. And after this blind bombardment, massacres, White House says thank you, sorry, apologize. Kaiser's puppet regime says thank you, that is it. We fed up from listening thank you and apologize. We want the end of this occupation, this brutal war, as soon as possible. If today they leave Afghanistan, is much, much better even than tomorrow. And I believe that the only solution to my country is that the troops should withdraw because their presence, they double our miseries, create more obstacles for some democratic-minded parties we have, more than parties intellectuals we have, and they double the miseries of people of my country, especially the women. At least when they leave Afghanistan, nobody will bomb us from the sky. <coughs> and now my people squashed between three enemies, occupation forces, Warlords and Taliban. With the withdrawal of occupation forces, we will fight two internal enemies instead of three. At least the backbone of these warlords, these fundamentalists, will break. That's why we warn them that they must leave my country. Because the tenuous we experience, their so-called war on terror, that much my people fed up 
They say, we don't expect anything good from you, just stop wronging. Stop these massacres and other uh, tragedies. So now I would like to ask all peace-loving, justice-loving people of the U.S. around the world that they are the ones who should stand in solidarity with my people. Human rights organizations, anti-war movements, peace-loving organizations, feminist organizations, and other great uh, intellectuals, progressive people, they are the ones who do not leave us alone, who should not leave us alone. We need their helping hand, no question, but we don't want occupation. Our history bears, the history bears, witness that only the nation can liberate themselves. So at the end, I would like to ask you all for your moral support and also financial support, especially educational support, because I believe education is a key to world emancipation. Heartfelt thanks once again for your solidarity and support. Thank you. The plea for financial support comes with a basket. I was asked by the organization sending her here to generate some money for her causes, for schools, for hospitals, for other things for women. It's not for her personally, but I will send around this collection basket. And yes, Mel I would be happy to take questions. So uh, if you'll stay here, I will feel this. Oh, you want to say something about that? Uh, no, just uh, um, maybe during Q&A here, I have a project as well uh, to show some some pictures which prove what we have been saying and still we are telling about this brutal war. Later, yes, it was possible. Okay. Hands, please. Who wants to ask questions? Tim in the back. Um, in the U.S., we're usually told that Sharia law is the cause of the problem when it comes to um, the way women are treated in uh, Arab countries. I'm curious to hear what you think, whether or not you see Sharia law as a way forward for Afghan women, or whether you agree with the idea that Sharia law is the problem. You know that the problem is that in my country, as, as all of you know, most population of Afghanistan are Muslim. But their problem of my people is not with Islam at all. Their problem is with political Islam of Sayyaf, Osama bin Laden, Mullah Omar, Karni, Dostum, Ismail Khan, etc. Many other dirty-minded elements who are in power. You let me show you their, their brutal pictures. Uh, anyway, our problem is with these uh, dirty-minded elements, bunch of killers, you can see on Human Rights Watch website that uh, uh, to know better about them, how they interfere, the, um, interpret, sorry, how they interpret Islam as they wish, mixed with politics, and as a weapon, use it against the women of my country. That's why they are afraid from secularism. Nobody in Afghanistan dare today publicly talk to the people about secularism. They accuse them as infidel, as communists. Why? Because if we will have secular democratic-minded government, then even somebody will be photocopy of Mullah Omar, similar mind of Mullah Omar, not able to misuse Islam against my people, especially women. So regarding Sharia law, that um, was become also a big issue when they passed this law in this non-democratic parliament of Afghanistan, in the media as well, this story come. 
they are more than, uh, more than uh, even American parliament women are in power. But most of them, they have symbolic role. Just mouth, mouthpiece of this misogynist government. Even by, uh, by presence of these so many women there, this Sharia law has been passed. Despite national and international condemnation, seven articles of this law are quite similar like Taliban. Let me tell you one example that they ban women to go out, go to the doctor, or have job without permission of their husband, which is elementary rights of the woman. While we have in our constitution equal rights for men and women, we have very beautiful laws in Afghanistan in our constitution now that unfortunately every law is on the paper. If it was benefit for the warlords, they will use it. Otherwise, they will look like a waste paper, even easy for them to change it. And, and I guess I'm sorry to follow up on this, but then is the answer secularism? Or, or, or can you use Sharia law again to, to combat the way the warlords use, use it for their own political purposes? Yeah, that's why for their own political purposes, they want Sharia law. But is there something, is there anything in Sharia law that can combat this? Or do you just need to get rid of it? in order yeah. to, to help women's causes. You know, uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm not like an um, expert in this issue. Right. I, I apologize. But at least what I know, I told you, that those who are in power, they misuse Islam religious against my people. You can read the book of Robert Dreyfus. They hear the book of this extraordinary American man that uh, uh, Robert Dreyfus, that will skip. Oh, sorry, what's happening? <laughs> Dawal's name is the name of the book. Here I wanted to show you that uh, in this book uh, introduced for you that tell you uh, that how U.S. government, CIA, not only in Afghanistan, countless Muslim countries, they support fundamentalists against progressive people, against progressive parties, democratic-minded parties, secular parties, uh, etc. Um, anyway, but uh, as I said, our problem is this political Islam. <laughs> Here is a question, please. Yes, if the Allied forces pull out, what do you think will be the effect immediately in terms of terrorism, in terms of government? What will happen? Yeah. How, how will the Karzai government has been very dependent on the U.S. and the Allies. He continues in his corrupt ways and the whole family uh, living off of selling drugs, etc. He makes, um, he works with the warlords uh, and fundamentalists. So if we all pull out quickly, what, what do you think will happen? First, at least occupation will end. At least nobody will bomb us from the sky. At least the backbone of these warlords and Taliban will break. This nine years they become powerful. If they continue, as they continue to the strong policy itself, then they will be more dangerous, more powerful to eliminate our people. Of course, that to fight against Taliban and warlords not easy this nine years they become powerful. That's why my message to justice-loving people around the world is that join your hands with us, especially education is the key for this disaster situation of Afghanistan. These most of non-educated poor suffer people of my country. It's true that they are wounded, they are tired of all kind of the war, but the hopeful point is that they hate the Taliban and also the warlords, both of them. That's the hopeful point, positive point for the future. And um, I, as I said, that they develop our miseries by presence there. Today itself is civil war. Nobody's talking about today's civil war. We have splashed, as I told you, between three enemies from the sky, 
occupation force bombing and the ground Taliban rulers. You know that uh, recently maybe you hear the death about the um, Spiegel report. Spiegel report maybe you hear in German media um, the, the, these heartbreaking pictures that uh, these uh, occupation forces in a very cruel way, they kill my innocent people of my country, even make fun with their dead bodies. And then they are talking about the prosecution of few soldiers who did few of these occupation forces that you know, who did this crime. I think it's not enough. It's just priceless. Why? They must, if, if they are really honest, they must bring to the court, prosecute, first of all, those war members that they ordered to these troops to, to bomb and kill my people, to them occupy. These troops themselves are the victim of the wrong policy of their government. They, they must prosecute, first of all, this war member, Robert Gates. David Patrius, who order and kill and bomb my people. They must, those who must be, first of all, prosecute that they did bomb in my own province in Faro, 150 civilians has been killed. Recently in Konad province, 65 innocent civilians has been killed, most of them women and children. Nine children, again, in another village of Konad has been killed, and many, many other massacres and tragedies. Do you think women will be able to be educated under the Taliban if the you know, allies pull out? You know, no question that situation of the woman slightly improved when you compare with the barbaric regime of the Taliban. Some schools they build, some clinics they build, while billions of dollars can be received. Thirty billion dollars is not less, my sister. Otherwise, today Afghanistan was like heaven. No need to send any taxpayer money, no need to search any troops, but. They, as I told them, money go into pocket of these warlords, drug laws, criminals, some schools that they built. Through mainstream media show to you that their women can go to school, we are doing a good job, we are peace loving, we are like angels, but they are bombing, burning their schools, Taliban burning their schools, they are throwing assists on the face of the woman two times at least in Kandahar happened. But rape the girls, 12 years old, 14 years old, 5 years old babies, Pison the girls' schools, and tens of girls poisoned in Kabul school, Afghan Turk school. Then hundreds of doors of schools have been closed now for security reasons. When we don't have security, how we should talk about women rights, human rights, these other values. Even in Kabul, we don't have security. So that's why we believe that they justify their occupation by building some schools. Just to put dust on your eyes, there's no question we want a school. We wish that. And instead of military invasion, it was invasion of schools, <coughs> hospital, clinic. Anyway, you can see this picture. Can you help me to be on this? It's I want to show you one picture. <laughs> there is the picture of century of 60s, 70s. Even no, New York we need Bob. Or yep. uh, not Come on up, somebody. You can. Uh, in century Number five? F5. F5, F5, F5. In century 60s, no. 70s, F5 has, it's for sound. Now you made a mess. <laughs> Tim Werner's, what do I do to get it down? <laughs> Come on up. <laughs> Maybe it was my mistake before I just pushed it through many times. Anyway, let me explain you when later you can see the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now, okay.
<laughs> now it works. Now you can Thank go. you, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. No. One, one picture I really wanted to show you as proof. This, uh, this picture. You can see here, see that this is a, uh, even mainstream media of the U.S., New York Times and some other um, newspapers, they give report that in century 60s, 20s, that how the woman they walk freely on the streets with modern clothes, but open here as they wish, they play their role. But even this 10 years of our so-called war on terror, that they are shamelessly pretending we are bringing women rights in Afghanistan, which is a big lie. Even our women, they didn't got the limited rights they enjoyed in these centuries, 60s and 20s. And maybe you'll hear many times Laura Bush and other so-called politicians, they are telling you these pro-war and pro-occupations the first time we brought women rights in Afghanistan. Just a big lie anyway. No question, we have Ministry Office of the Women. We didn't have in the period of Taliban. But let me tell you one example to know better about the role of this symbolic minister, Ministry Office of the Women, that they did nothing for the women of my country. Why? Recently in Kunar province, uh, because of domestic violence of her husband, a 17-year-old girl, she escaped from the house, uh, go to the Ministry Office of the Woman in Kona province. Here, uh, she gets shelter, but she uh, hand over to the office of head of the provincial council, a powerful warlord. Brutally, twice she has been raped by this powerful warlord. Her name is Mia Hassan. And, and nobody listened the voice of this woman. This story even came to the media. A, a, a brave local lawyer want to follow this case because this powerful warlord is in power. Nobody listened to the voice, Tell, told him that if you love to be alive, forget this issue. And also that in 13 years old, another young girl, uh, Bashira, you can see on my webpage, that she has been raped by son of the member of the parliament, Haji Painda, and three other cruel men. But this story also fortunately come in the media, this non-democratic media sometimes they have to tell some brief journalists, they bring, they give reports, use from this opportunity that when they are there, even they are losing their job, they, those brave journalists sometimes they report these miseries of the white people and condemn. This, you know, this so-called member of the parliament lawbreaker changed the age of his son less than 18. Then he become free. That do not be punished. 12 rape cases, same happened in the same province. Same rape cases happen in the Salpur province in the north of Afghanistan. Is it possible to stop all of these rape cases, violences, and many other miseries against women? Sometimes small fishes go to the jail, sharks free. We better take some more questions. One, uh, Dave, was your hand up before? No? Uh, order? If, if, the, if the United States left Afghanistan, is it possible that we would see the kind of popular uprising against Karzai that we've seen in Tunisia and Aden and Syria? You know, in Afghanistan, it's another story. You know, my country, just 30 years, they keep my country um, backward because of the war. Still, they push my country to the dark ages by inviting these terrorist Taliban with bloody hands. All crimes of the Taliban are people aside, alone because of destruction of borders it's enough to bring them to the court, to be unforgivable and unforgettable, their crimes. Anyway, 
but they imposed on my people and it takes time. Today, more than 87% women of my country, half population, this big power is illiterate. They burn themselves. If they have education, they never kill themselves. They exchange to brave, brave activists, feminist activists. If they, then they know about women rights, these values, democracy, human rights. Um, anyway, in Afghanistan, it takes time. That's why our responsibility, our job is very difficult here. We have a lot of responsibility on our shoulders to be there to give this knowledge, improve the means awareness to the women of my country when they come, for example, to my office as activists. I talk to with them about women rights and these other values. And also that uh, um, and this glorious uprising happened in these Middle East countries gives us also hopes and strength, like millions give uh, strength to millions around the world. But unfortunately, in these countries also that only the dictators, dictators removed, but the system is a stolen power. I hope that one day the system also will be completely destroyed because you have this example in your country, at least in the US, you experience this empty banner of hope and change of Barack Obama, president. You know that, you, you see that because the system was in power, that's why you believe um, faces is meaningless, never bring past Here's a follow-up. Let me just ask a follow-up then on that. In the, in the Arab countries where we've seen uprisings, the, the, a big factor has been the communication, internet and radio and yeah. so forth. And would it be helpful if there was some kind of program to bring radios into Afghanistan, to bring communications to the people of Afghanistan so they could start communicating? Yeah, that's a good idea. Unfortunately, the system is corrupt. Lots of money they are receiving, as I said, that billions of dollars. They see that uh, media is quite, we have, even we don't have freedom of speech, elementary part of democracy. Inside the parliament of Afghanistan, twice they beat a journalist for telling the truth. We have tens of TV. When you see, you enjoy that, how beautiful TV, beautiful women with makeup, with modern clothes, they are coming. But who are they? mouthpiece of this this non-democratic governmental woman they invite uh, pro-occupation pro-war men and women they invite in their TVs each TV belongs to one fundamentalist with suit and tie he do, here I, I showed you that sorry later we, earlier, um, maybe I'm going back I sorry. Um, here I show you the picture of them look uh, um, one minute you can see this this man with pure with turban mm -hmm. and and these men, now most of them, suit and tie, doing shave, why beautiful than each of us, they are talking about women rights, democracy, and they have TV. Hundreds of dollars they use for the TV. Just propaganda, I told you, mouthpiece of this non-democratic misogynist government. We have countless newspapers, just to waste your time to write. Anyway, they, they still they try to destroy our improvement um, mind machine, how to say this in English, that uh, it means that no, not chance for intellectual, progressive people, democratic-minded people. Some party we have, Afghanistan Solidarity Party. They organize demonstration in, in Herat, in Jalalabad, in Kabul, in Mazar Sharif, in Farah province, at least five provinces now. I know that they had demonstration. Hundreds of people joined their demonstration against the occupation, but never this media gave report. Even mainstream media, which always sideline the truth, betray the truth. And this is hope. Anyway, we wish that these democratic-minded parties, they had radio. Even they are not able to have 
newspaper because of economy. But empathy has, we can do nothing. Mm -hmm. Just we now we do uh, raise awareness of our people more to be more united with each other. This is what we can do. And if, if you know any, any other democratic-minded sources that they can help, I will give the orders of some democratic-minded parties, intellectuals, brave journalists to contact them through them if possible, even to have a radio, why not? To have a TV. There was a question here. Yes. yes hi. Mm. Um, I work for a local nonprofit called Women Campaign International, um, and we conduct projects in various countries around the world, generally post-conflict countries, and we uh, work with women to help empower them and educate them uh, so they can work through uh, the and politics. And we're in Afghanistan right now, actually working with some of the um, female members of parliament, um, conducting leadership training, and one of our ideas You know, we wished, as I told you, that the system is, but the system is problem. Corruption starts from the presidential, presidential palace, even tell the small office that we have. System is corrupt. Most of Afghan and foreign engines are corrupt. Maybe you heard about Dr. Amazon Bashar goes to the democratic-minded man, member of the parliament. And Dr. Amazon Bashar was nowadays very famous in Afghanistan, living under the tent. But people love him. Why? Because he was minister of the minister of the planning, running the NGOs, uh, control all the NGOs. He did so. Way most of the, these NGOs was corrupt. He want, wanted that decision to close. People was agree, but Karzai didn't allow him. Then he resigned from his post. That's why people love him a lot. And <coughs> most of them are corrupt. Otherwise, I told you, Afghanistan was like heaven. We wish. Yeah, we have this kind of very good planning and project. We wish that at least if we had half-hearted democracy, then was hope. At least that you know, we, had, we didn't have caricature of democracy. Anyway, they, they just betray democracy also in the mind of my people. Most of people are not educated while the elementary meaning of democracy is government of people for people. But enemies of these values are in power. That's why we do struggle against them, not sit silence. And we need to help in hand of justice loving people around the world to share their experience with us, to exchange with each other, to learn from you. Thank you. More questions. But some non-governmental uh, organization, I know if you want their name by email, here's my email. Sorry, I, I can give you. Sorry? Women's caucus, I apologize for my, because my English is not very good. A caucus means? It, it's usually a group within a parliament or a congress of people with the same interests. For instance, women who all have feminist interests or, yeah. Yeah, it was when I was in the parliament, but right now this time I boycott the election. I didn't plan because this was quite fraudulent election, non-democratic. My people were saying it's not important who's voting, it's important who's counting. Millions of Afghans did not attend. Just a showcase. Anyway, all the boxes not in the good hands. But there, when I was in the previous parliament, as they turn off microphone and even inside of parliament threatened with rape, some memory you can read in my book as well. Anyway, my 
my experience, but they, are, they give this knowledge to fundamentalist women, to mouthpiece of this government, which is useless, I told you. Because they do not give chance to democratic-minded women. While we have outside of parliament, very brave, active, secret heroine, heroine of Afghanistan, always I'm saying, <coughs> I believe. But there is no choice for them. If you know any woman that not only this symbolic woman to give teach them, of course they have many chance. They are traveling abroad, even in WikiLeaks. Maybe you read one document of the WikiLeaks says that it was one of the planning and is one of the planning of the U.S. government and NATO. They sent governmental women to the Western countries to put dust on your eyes by telling propaganda. They are shamelessly pretending to you that all what's happening in Afghanistan is like some problems that each country they have their own problem. Never they are talking about these better realities. But please support these democratic-minded women and, and, and share your experience with them. We have two questions over here. Yeah. First in the corner, then Mary. And here is my, 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 my email, Facebook. If you want, we can be contacted. I give the name of these democratic-minded parties, intellectuals, NGOs. You can contact them, see their website, follow their activities. Please. First, thanks a lot. When I see to each of you, I really get more strength and more hope. You, you put more responsibility, at least as a person, on my shoulder. We love you, and we really need your support because you are the future. And when you know the history of a country, then you know how to help. Today, world is very small like a village. Here are some books that uh, I, I show for you. You can read some. Oh, I get Maybe I did a mistake. Some of these books here, for example, book is Eyes for Infidel, Katie Gannon wrote. The book of Dowell's game, Robert Dreyfus. The book Dreyfus of Dreyfus Bleeding Dreyfus. Afghanistan, Sonali Kulhatka wrote, Ghost War. Um, my book, hopefully, it also will help you to know better about the history of our country. We have proudful history, proudful culture. We have a story have. So then you know how to help. And, um, Yes, thank you. <laughs> right, you see, I'm That's speechless good. now to, to tell, to, especially to young generation. Yeah. Mary? Uh, who supported you to come over here? Who? Who supported you to come over here and do this? Uh, yeah, um, you know, when I got fame in 2003, uh, supporters from different countries, democratic-minded organizations, feminist organizations, same here, this time, Afghan Women Mission, with a large number of other democratic-minded, peace-loving organization, anti-organization together. Each, each city that I'm going now, I came from Boston. Two days around Boston, I was in some other cities, universities, I had speeches. Different community, different organizations together, they organized events and they did campaign. And uh, yeah, they are my supporters. They pay all costs, all expenses. Afghan Women Mission, you can see their website as well, that they, they take care to security and everything when I come here this time. Each country I go, uh, those supporters who invite me, they have to pay all costs and take care, and fortunately we are, we are appreciate, we thankful that they give their tribute to us to bring the message to you, just the Slavic people of these countries. More questions, yes sir. Yeah, over the past couple of years, uh, we've seen an escalation of the occupation in Afghanistan, more uh, U.S. military troops there, and just, I guess, a more aggressive occupation. Can you, have you noticed, I mean, what kind of impacts have you seen 
in Afghanistan since um, Obama has come to office and you know pushed the more aggressive policy in, in Afghanistan? You know, I, as I said during my speech, since Obama came in power, unfortunately, the outcome of the has wrong policy, warmonger policy was more tragedy, more massacres, more miseries. Few example of the massacres I told you that this even make fun with the dead bodies of my country I showed you in the dark in the period of Barack Obama happened. Not only in Afghanistan, only Iraq is enough that these warmongers should be there unforgivable. And now Obama is expanding war not only in Afghanistan, in Iraq, in Yemen, in Pakistan, and now this Libya. Anyway, um, uh, unfortunately, I told you he proved himself during these two years for my people just a second and even dangerous push. If he continued the strong policy, I'm sure as now just Slavic people around the world, they, and uh, especially U.S., they understand more about him and his policy. And um, they will not say silence. I think alone it's enough that to, 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 to know, I don't know how to say that this, this Obama that just as a warmonger that uh, he, what's going on in Gaza, in Palestine, <coughs> supporting very close friend of Zionist regime of Israel. I wish justice loving people of the Israel stand in solidarity, and I'm sure they are. I agree with peace loving people, freedom loving fighter of Palestine against the wrong policy of their government. Um, anyway, yeah. Obama. More questions? Drone attack in Pakistan took the life of too many people. Now, it is under the administration of Barack Obama. Can I ask a follow-up question? As I understand, it's actually helped to, to increase the, the popularity of the Taliban. Is that right? Over the past couple of years, the Taliban has become more popular, partly because um, a, a, the, the increased occupation has driven people away from, I guess, uh, the, the, uh, the, the parliament, the government, or whatever, and, and, and it's given the Taliban more opportunities to organize. Is that, is that the case? You know, Taliban, I told you the background of the Taliban. You can read Ahmad Rashid book and some of these books that at least here I mentioned that to know better about the Taliban background and also these warlords, these, these books that... Uh, Mm, Taliban, their background in the religious school of Pakistan by support of ISI, CIS, financial support of Saudi Arabia. They created brainwashing the religious school of Pakistan. When you ask from taxi driver of Pakistan, ordinary people, shopkeepers, they call these religious school that they, are, they do brainwash to the Taliban, Taliban making factories. Still, mainly through Pakistan government, they support Taliban. Not only Pakistan, Iran as well that even media in Afghanistan gave report that they found uh, gun, Iranian gun with Taliban. Even in media of Afghanistan, once the report when brief journalists that during the night in northern provinces of Afghanistan, unknown helicopter dropped food and gun from the sky to the famous area where we had a Stalin. Taliban say thank you, then these occupation forces, the, uh, these, their master, they say, oh, sorry, we didn't know they had a Taliban. While they are telling to my people, even one ant is walking in Afghanistan, we can control. Anyway, as I told you, that indirectly, indirectly, that this is their policy. Through this bunch of killers created, their domination destroyed. How it was easy for them after 9-11, they destroyed domination of the Taliban. They played a game of Tom and Jerry to be longer there for their own interests. And uh, the last question of my sister that asked about young generation, 
what they can do. One chapter of my book I dedicated to this question just because of lack of time with more details I do not see. But as I said, world is very small, like a village. We can help each other. You can put pressure on your, on your government by raising the voice. Join the anti-war organization. Also, uh, contact democratic-minded journalists of your country to do interview with democratic-minded activists in Afghanistan and some parties that we have are still underground. And also, through Facebook, in different ways, we can help each other um, <coughs> if you want. Here's a question. Um, I was just wondering about women's access to health care in this problem, you know, now in Afghanistan, every, there's official report, every 28 minutes a woman died during childbirth. While I told you billions of dollars Karzai's regime received, this corrupt regime. $52 million vice president of Karzai carried from airport of Kabul to Dubai with her, himself. In two airports, nobody stopped him. How you got this money from where and why you carry and where? Even this has been exposed in WikiLeaks. And many, many, many other examples of corruption in Afghanistan. Today, Afghanistan is the second most corrupt country in the world. How possible the health problem improve? Of course, we have many other official figures. If you want by email, the link I sent you, that not only what <coughs> I'm saying, my people are saying and believe, other democratic-minded sources, some brave journalists and researchers, they did research and give report. System is corrupt. Um, before I call on this questioner, he has won an Academy Award for a documentary on an American who went to El Salvador to live with the people who were persecuted by the U.S.-supported government. This gentleman's name is David Goodman, and the name of the documentary that won the Academy Award is Witness to War. It's about an American physician, Dr. Charlie Clemens who after graduating second in his class, maybe first, from the Air Force Academy, going to Vietnam, deciding that he wanted no part of war, he was a pacifist, came back and went to the medical school of Washington State University, became a Ph, I'm sorry, an MD, was working with refugees from El Salvador in Southern California, kept hearing their stories of how the U.S. backed the government, which was characterized by endless atrocities in that place and went and made a film about him. So this is David Goodman asking this question. He's here because he might make a documentary about Malawan. But my question really is a very 
I don't know if I can actually answer the question in a way that will make sense, but I'll try. I think one of the most effective, I've done premises, I think one of the most effective propaganda tools of the U.S. government and its allies, Western allies, is to say something along these lines. Yes, we kill innocent civilians, women and children, but we don't mean to do it. We are sorry that we're doing it. Now, the bad people, the terrorists, the Taliban, they target innocent people. So we are a morally higher plane than they are because we're not targeting them. Now, I'm asking you from the perspective of the Afghan woman who works with a lot of the victims, in the end, to the people who are under the bomb, does it really make any difference to those people, from their point of view, who is killing them? Whether it's, it, whether it's collateral damage, if you will, versus targeting, in terms of their mourning, in terms of their losses. How would you think, how would you address that? How do you think a lot of people address that issue? If you understand my opinion. Um, just, um, I appreciate it, but if you were very simple English, very short of the question, just do not be misunderstanding, yeah. Women die when the Taliban deliberately throws bombs at them. Women die when the Americans rain bombs down, aiming at Taliban, but they kill many Afghan civilian women. Is there an important difference between the way the two groups of women die? The deliberate targets of the Taliban or women who die, the accidental targets of the Americans, the accidental dead from the Americans, the collateral damage women who die. How, how do the women of Afghanistan feel about the two kinds of death? From the point of view of the women themselves, in terms of grief and loss, does in the end make the difference what the circumstances are? You know, for them, same, same as I, I said to you, example, that uh, from the sky they are bombing most of them women and children, even use white phosphorus, crush the bomb, the women get disfigures. In the ground, Taliban warlords rape, kidnap, kill. I think misery is misery if it will commit from the Westerns, warmongers, or fundamentalists, or Westerns, or Afghan fundamentalists, or any other fundamentalists of any other country. Uh, so I think for my people, it is safe for the moment. And just, it's like in Afghanistan, it's like family fighting, to tell you better. Between Taliban, warlords, Kazakhs, perpetration, I mean these warlords, and uh, their foreign master, U.S. and NATO government. Between the, the income, the outcome of this family fighting is surviving casualty, most of the women and children. I think there's no difference between uh, each other. For example, if the Taliban <coughs> rape, if the warlord rape the woman, uh, the uh, U.S. and NATO support them, support these, these misogynist terrorists, it means that they share that crime with them. Indirectly, they commit crimes. Not only they are bombing. I think both both the same. Both enemies. Only the name is different. Yes, the follow-up. Yes, that's what I, I'm. I'm not surprised to hear you say that. But I appreciate it. But the follow-up is that I think a lot of people in this country would think that they wouldn't be as angry, the victims of attacks from NATO forces, because they're not targeted as they would be the families of the victims as they would be of the Taliban because they're targeted. And you're saying, I think, pretty clearly, 
death is death, a loss is a loss. It doesn't matter whether it's an accident, mm -hmm. yeah. right? A misguided yeah. bomb. Yeah. You, if you're dead. Yeah, you are, you are right. One sentence I wanted to say now I, I forget about this issue. Yeah, the women of my country now not only they suffer from from mm, these occupation forces bombing, killing civilians, but regarding situation of my country, backward country, they face two kind of problem. One is patriarchal 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 system and uh, backward country. Another is misogynist patriarchal male domination society. Another is a misogynist system. So if we will have you know, democratic minded system in Afghanistan, then this patriarchal domination, male domination society will improve. But they, they support those, those misogynist warlords, even Taliban, that to keep the situation like this do not improve. This male domination society do not improve. I think we have a fifth grader or so back there. A misogynist is a woman hater. It's a Greek compound word. The miss is the hate part. The G-Y-N part, as a gynecologist, is woman. So a misogynist is a woman hater. My pronunciation is awful. No, it's you know, good. You must understand. It's, no, it's good. It's just a, a very sophisticated word. You know. <laughs> yes. Of my country, that their story must be shared with you, just loving people around the world. 
great brave activists of Afghanistan that even I cannot compare myself with them. Just through your support, you make us more humble, more gives us more strength, also responsibility. Yes. I understand there's an NGO, International Women for Women, that have started shelters for women throughout the country. And those shelters are uh, for Afghan widows, more widows, and for other women that have no other resources. And that recently, within the last few weeks, the Karzai government has been taking them over, claiming that there's been a lot of financial fraud and waste. What, what do you know about this, and what will be the impact of this? Uh, as I told you, there are few NGOs we have that they are democratic-minded NGOs. But even some NGOs that we have, I'm not saying they are not democratic-minded NGOs, but unfortunately they are pro-occupation because of this project. I know, for example, some activists from Unifam and some other NGOs that they are telling me, Malay, if the troops leave Afghanistan, we lose our project. I told them, okay, but in a hand, in, in a way, you are right. But let's think about this point when you build the schools because for the school they rape, they burn the schools. You have to close the school doors. The level of the education is so low, and many, many other problems they raise. It makes no sense to support occupation, otherwise we will lose our project. You know. And if anyway, some I know this, this organization also I hear that they have projects hopefully for our people, which is very important. More than school, more than food and water, freedom of your country. When we don't have freedom, we have nothing. They must think this occupation. We wish that they of course they continue. I appreciate their project. They continue more, improve their projects, but at least raise their voice in the meantime against war mangas, even if they lose their project from those who are pro-war, pro-occupation, if by raising the rights against occupation, against blind bombardment, if they lose their, their, their project, no matter. I told you, they both, but they are bombing. They are closing the doors of the school and many other neighbors. Are there any other questions? I see Tim, oh, how about you first and then Tim? Sir? If, uh, if the US forces leave, do you fear that countries like Russia or China or even Uzbekistan will try to install their own puppet regime that would benefit their country? The, this, um, you know, now my country looks like a sick body. Everyone wants to have their own peace rather than give us helping hands, honest helping hands. As our sister mentioned about school, colonies, I said earlier, we wish that instead of military invasion, it, it was invasion of schools, colonies, hospitals, literacy courses, and many other projects. Yes, now, you know, because Russia, U.S. as a superpower, don't want that, for example, through Afghanistan, they treat China, they buy the improving, and also Iran, other Asian powers, they will have uh, easily access to Afghanistan uh, to have their powerful military base to the gas and oil of the Central Asian republics, billions of dollars receiving through that, especially pipeline is the main project of them. Since Taliban, during Taliban domination, want to complete this project, but 9-11 happened. And still they are working in this project, one of their main goals. If you want some links, some research of researchers, honest researchers, researchers, I can send you to read that. Yeah, I told you, even neighbor countries misuse from this opportunity. Even Taliban, these towers from this muddy water, they catch fishes. 
Yes. Um, I think Americans are growing tired of war in general, but we still are convinced that, that we are in a war where we are committed to, the, to a common or an ultimate good. And so if we turn around from this meeting and go and tell our fellow Americans that America needs to leave Afghanistan, they will say to us, well, if we leave Afghanistan, then the Taliban will take over and they will be way worse than us. And, they will, they, and, and we will say, well, but we are causing more damage by being there. And they will say, well, the military is not equipped to protect the people from the Taliban. What do we tell our fellow Americans? What is the greatest strength in Afghanistan now that will overcome the forces of the Taliban, misogynistic, politicized religion, when we are not there? What do we tell them? You know, you should tell them that put pressure on your government to stop this wrong policy. Maybe you'll hear that through your media that they are nowadays talking about handing over the responsibility to Afghan National Army and police. Why? It is just like a trick to right. use as a cannon to the to decrease the number of your soldier casualties. Same like Vietnam War, because they are under pressure of the great people of their country, I mean US and they are searching for a so-called honorable solution. That's why they invite Taliban to make more powerful this puppet corrupt mafia regime than even they live Afghanistan directly they have the upper hand here. They uh, easily interfere in our internal issues. So they do not let Afghanistan stand on its own feet. We have Afghan National Army in the past was volunteer. But now my people call it dollar army. Why? Because $200 each army they receive salary while the teacher don't have $200 salary and, and, and a food to eat. For months, teachers not receiving salary. And, and, and anyway, the head of Afghan National Army and police is poor for warlord. Like, it seems like to make Robin have responsible of the country. Anyway, they, this is their planning, that do not let Afghanistan stand on its own feet. Many, many other examples, if you want, I can send by email the link of these reports of some brave journalists that even with clothes of Afghan police, they kidnap some intellectuals, some ordinary innocent people that to show their power, kidnap them and kill them and back with the Afghan police clothes, bring and throw them on the streets. We find their dead bodies because the powerful warlords, the militia, we call Malaysia. Malaysia has powerful hand in Afghanistan, an Afghan national army, and they, they use from their power and still talk with my people through gunpoint. So where are the feet of Afghanistan? Where are the feet? Where are the feet of Afghanistan? If, we, if you say you want Afghanistan to stand on their own feet, yeah. I think in America we don't know where those feet are. Yeah, yeah. You I know, know, I tell me, where yeah. is the, the feet, the feet. I told you that, like your country, like many other countries, we also have our intellectuals, our democratic-minded parties, uh, NGOs. As our sister mentioned, we have some NGOs. While most corrupt, but we are not seeing all of them. Brave activists. Let's support them. I told you example of Afghanistan Solidarity Party. I told you example of Rao organization. Haka, OPAC, AFTICO, many other few that I know, more than parties, we have intellectuals, high-educated professors in Afghanistan, outside of Afghanistan, because they are not puppet, because they are not corrupt, no honor job. My life story is an example. Why they couldn't tolerate me in the parliament of Afghanistan? I, it is true inside of parliament completely, I feel myself alone. While there was few democratic-minded uh, intellectuals, representatives, men and women, that you can count with your finger. But most chairs of the parliament occupied by warlords, 
drug lords, even Taliban, these powerful warlords, they are named for you a little difficult and different. You can see in Human Rights Watch website, Amnesty International, and few of these books that I mentioned with bloody hands, they impose on my people. That's why Afghanistan do not stand on its own feet. This time, not only me, many other Afghans I know, especially intellectuals, they boycott the election. Like millions of Afghans did not attend in the election. This showcase election, no question election is a main sign of democracy. But they betray democracy. I told you that election under the shade of gun, warlordism, draglordism, awful corruption in occupation forces has no legitimacy at, 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 at all. But they want to give a kind of legitimacy to their puppet regime through this democratic process, but undemocratically. As I said, all the boxes in the hands of them. As they wish, they count. Uh, anyway, there are many other reports regarding corruption, regarding how powerful and uh, warlord in power, and do not let the democratic-minded people win. The head of the election commission of Afghanistan is a powerful warlord man, Fazl Ahmad Manavi. Is it possible to give chance to some democratic-minded who ran for the election? I know them. I did campaign for them. I boycott the election, but I did campaign for them. My people, my supporter who called me, I told them, Go and vote for them, but I, this is the reality. I raised their awareness. Why I didn't not attend in the election? Many requests come to run again for the election. I told them that I don't want from my position, this mafia regime, puppet regime, get credit. And their foreign master, look, there is democracy. Someone like Malala Joya is in the parliament with this fame. But never they talk what is going on in Malala, with Malala Joya inside of parliament. Even treat her to rape, beat her expelled her. Never they talk about it. They censor my, my interview as a political conspiracy, use it against me, expelled me from parliament, which is quite illegal act. Anti-freedom of speech, and, and I also was MP, member of parliament, they also. It's quite illegal, illegal act. This is the right of the Supreme Court. They expel or not someone from parliament. They are parliamentarian, they just make law. But they are law brokers, not law makers. As I told you, many other examples, if you want to know better about reality of the not only so-called war on terror, this disgusting non-democratic parliament as well. Are we at an end? I think there might not be any more questions. All right. Uh, remember, you can purchase a model book. <laughs>